Good morning, Rabbi Sai. Ah, Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Rusmas Mordechai. The that screen is not on over there. Rabbi Sai checked out this email by Mark Ashkenazi. Hi, Rebelli. This picture is from Thursday night on a flight to Phoenix, Arizona for Shabbos. Here's the picture. What you see there is a bowl of chomp on the flight. <laughs> on the way to the airport, I grabbed some hot chomp from a takeout counter and put it in a small insulated bag to keep it warm. In the picture while catching up on some misdapim, I got to enjoy some Thursday night toyamel. On a more serious note, during the Yvamasium I recently made at my office, I had an idea that to be productive during the heavy amount of traveling I'm doing, I'm going to be doing, I'll set out to learn the dapim from the beginning of brachas through where I started on the Shabbos. So going from beginning of Shas to Shabbos, so I'm fully synced with the cloud. In the past few weeks, if days, in the past few days, I decided I'll dedicate that endeavor to be l'schus refuah shleima for Avi Mandelbaum. What a beautiful ashgach it turned out to be that after downloading all of brachas, and the five dapim uksubis that I need to do, I realized that the total is 68 dapim, which is a gematria of Chaim. Kitzer, it's like a ghost town here in Phoenix. So I want to say one point that uh, Mark Ashkenazi, besides doing all this chesed that he does with everybody, he does chesed with his own family. He moved to Phoenix, Arizona, so that his daughter could go to good school there. And he travels back and forth to Phoenix, Arizona just to be with his daughter. And she, she should do well in school. She's doing amazing. Thanks for inspiring me, your Talmud, Mark Ashkenazi. So when I read this, this morning, I was thinking to myself, you know, Mo Landy, he learned a Masechta on the plane. And that started this whole movement where dozens and dozens of people, even we had the other, the other day, Leib, what's his last name? Leichter. Leibi, he says, Leibi, Leibi, Leichter. Leibi, Leichter. Learned the whole Masechta, hopefully he finished it. He said he's going to finish it. And many others. And Rabbi Isai, I think this is a great opportunity for us as a klal, as a tzibur. One of us is sitting in the hospital with a very advanced stage of Yenem Achla. A young guy that every one of us knows from Zoom for the last two years. And here comes Mark Ashkenazi and he says he's going to learn 68 dapim of Gemara in his chos. So I say, you know, Rosh Hashanah is in 15 days. What if... We, together, we get, come as a tzibur and we say, we're going to learn a thousand daf gemara for Avi. thousand daf gemara for Avi. So I want to be the first one to start off here. I want to learn from beginning of Ksubis till here. I know it's a, it's a big endeavor, five daf a day. But you got to do something extra. To do something easy is not. You got to tell Kajbar, look, I'm going all out for Avi. I'm doing 67 daf for Avi. Let's do a thousand. Anybody? 30 daf we got over here. Anybody else? How many? Extra daf a day till, so that's 15 daf. Yishkoyach. Who else? No. The entire Erevin. I hear Avi saying thank you. Yishkoyach Avi. You're not supposed to be watching this. How many daf is in Erevin? You're going to do the entire Erevin till Rosh Hashanah in 14 days? You got time. Michael Benjamin. Unbelievable. Yishkoyach. We should make like a, a page of something. The guys in Zoom, you guys also could be Mishnah, and everybody that's watching this year later on, write in how many daf you want to do. I'll read it tomorrow. How many daf you got? At least 15 daf from Avi Anybody else? You guys, a bunch of. Oh, Levi. 
Extra daf a day from Levi Friedman. We're getting there. We're almost at a thousand. We're going to do more than a thousand. Extra daf a day. No, he meant all of Aaron. Oh. <laughs> wow, all of is huge. I see Ellie Dykman is raising his hand. He's going like this on the top of the screen. He wants to do a whole... How many daf do you want to do, Ellie? I don't want to put you on the spot, but how many do you want to do? He's throwing... 20 daf? 30, 30, 30, 30. 30 daf, 30 daf. He doesn't, he's not going for the 15. Oh, 15 40. is, no, 15 is easy. He said 40, 40 he said. <laughs> all right, so you guys on Zoom, you'll get together, you'll figure it out. I want to read it all. Mark, you take some numbers over there. It's all your inspiration. Who else? Anybody else? That's it? No, how many do you want? I'll do the rest of the The rest of Ksubas, you're going forward. Yes, sir. But that's cheating, because then you know what I'm going to say in daf. <laughs> Then you're going to go to sleep on me, whatever. Okay. I'm not going to sleep. Okay, Gibali, <laughs> I said this email, but we got to say it again for all those who weren't here last night. Hello, Rebelli. Last night, I inadvertently fell asleep while listening to the daf. What was more unfortunate was that my wife didn't fall asleep. In the morning, she told me what she had heard. Now I'm on the hook for a lot of jewelry before Yonta. It's a shame she wasn't paying attention to a few blood ago what a wife is mukhif to do for her husband. <laughs> Thanks. Anonymous, just in case my wife is listening. Philip Sanzer, you're not anonymous. <laughs> Chaim Kessler, Chanuni Nobuzois. If you haven't already seen the Beryl Salomon video in Hashem We Test, in God We Test, it's on YouTube. Chaim Kessler, Baltimore, a few people told me to watch it. I watched it. It's amazing. Yishkoyach, Beryl Salomon video in God We Test. It's about giving tzedakah, giving and testing Hashem. Yedidya. Dear Moreno Verabeno Rav Agoyin Shlita, thank you for an amazing daf every day. As our staff of Ezra Youth Group finished the year, we couldn't think of any more appropriate present to give the Mirakezet, but an MDY sweatshirt. Shkoya. Chaim Mary Adler, good Shabbos, your Tom and MDY family member. Rabbi Sai, today we have an amazing daf, very agada to the kind of daf. But a lot of words. If you turn to Ahmed Bez, you'll see. So we got to really move. The Koilo is sponsored, and this is the last, last day. So Yishkoi Chavir, $10,000 donation. Avi Rachel Kamiansky, memory of Rachel's mother, raised a Gittel Basses, the reader should be Melitza Yoisher on behalf of us and our children. The second sponsor of the Koilo for the success of our family that we merit to always crown Hashem. The Koilo is sponsored for the day. You can do that also. Lili Nishmas. Etel Bas Shmuel by her family on her first yard site. The Masech is sponsored by Molandi Lilinishmas Yisbaruch ben Moisharin Lilinishmas Elaza ben Nadav Shalom and for that slav B'chol Yonah for his children. The second sponsor of the Masech is Jeff Rasner and Schus of my son Yisusimcha Chaim ben Sarachaner Rafur Shleima Amen. The rest of the Masech is sponsored by official mitzvah motivators Rafur Shleima of our great friend Avi Avram Menasheh ben Chana Bracha Rafur Shleima. You remember boys? You know what? If, this will be amazing, we will turn over Shemayim if a bunch of Hasidim jump in and they say they're going to do a bunch of Dav Gemara for a Datilumi Moreshet. You know what that's going to do? Seriously. All of us together, we're one Mishpacha, we got to learn. There's nothing like learning Torah. David HaMelech asked that his Tehillim should be as Choshev as learning Torah. The Gemara doesn't say if Hashem answered him or not. Learning Torah is the top. That's the best you can do for Avi. Chaperayim, do some Davim, and you'll do for yourself. You're going to learn extra tire for yourself before Rosh Hashanah. 
Lili Nishmas, the month is sponsored Lili Nishmas Zechari Moshe, and the month is sponsored by the MDY family, Lili Nishmas Ezra Tuvio Yaakov and Asanel Yitzchok, Ezra Palagol Hashem. Third sponsor by the Lock and Lubavik family is Lakewood, New Jersey, because Torah is the best Segula B3 bikes. Go check them out. I love them merch. I need another one of those bottles, another two of those bottles. Where do you get them? I couldn't, you said it's on Amazon. I, I checked. I, my sons want one. This one wants great stuff. I'm not, uh, okay, it's ready to sound like, yesterday I, sponsor, I, I, I spoke about the, the beef jerky that was amazing. Then I got almost killed by the other beef jerky from town. Where's the Eitan? He's not, he's not showing up at the shoe anymore. <laughs> he's starting to listen to Bornstein. All right, Rabbi Yisai, here we go. We are, we did, we, 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 we did a little bit more than we usually do, just so that we could have a head start on today's dab, which is a very, very long one. Omar Rev Shemin, like 10 lines down, 2, 4, 6, 8, it's always 10 lines. Any, even if it's 11, it's 10. Today it's actually 10, 10 lines down. Omar Rev Shemin Barabo Dafsamach Zayin Omedalov. Omar Rev Yoichanan, the name of Rev So let me just show you real quickly, like sort of the end of the sugya. I'm not going to say the, the, the sheet is so much, but take a look at this chart. There's three types of gold. There's a bar of gold, a piece of solid gold, that the Gemara is going to tell us, or a cleat that's made out of gold, that doesn't go down in value. Even if you use it, a bar is a bar. You weigh it, it weighs a, a, a pound, it's going to weigh a pound when the marriage is over. So if she brings in a bar of gold, he doesn't have to write anything that like is going to give her one and a half bars, like when it comes to cash. When it goes to Matbea Zov, so typically speaking, if it's a, a, a golden coin, which is easily redeemable, and people use it, and it's, so that's like cash. And we said yesterday, cash. If she brings in a million dollars cash, he has to pay back one and a half mil. Where was it? This one over here. Why is it going so slow? Here. She brings in a thousand, he has to give her 1,500. Either you could call it 50% more, that's what we call it here in America, or in Australian English, or in the Gemara Lashen, is 33% more because you go to the end. You take the 1,500, and how much did he add? One part of that, which is 33%. Milibar and Milagav. But anyway, what if you can't redeem it easily? What if these golden coins, somewhat like today, I don't think you just go into a store and start, nobody's going to really take it, you have to go to a special place. So that we'll see a machlaikz in the Gemara. Now, very small pieces of gold are like, like anything else that gets ruined when you touch it, and that's not like a bar of gold, and therefore, you take off 20%. That we had in the Mishnah, that if she brings in Kalim into the, into the marriage, you take off 20% because people exaggerate their value, etc. So that's basically the sugya, don't get confused, and then we're going to get to the Agatha. Omer if she brings in gold, Omer Av Shem that I said already, but you want me to say it again? Fine. Omer Av Shem Barah, Omer B'yoychana. You have to evaluate it. Not more, not less. Yesterday we were learning about adding 50%, taking off 20%. Does not, you don't take off, you don't, you don't add. Meisve, but I have a question. It says, Hazav, Gold is like vessels. My love. So here we had yesterday different things that a person brings into marriage, kesef, uh, cash. Then you have kalim that belong in a house, like a bed, a piano, different things. 
And that you take off from the value. We just said that gold is like those kalim. L'chayr, no? Like regular vessels and made out of silver, whatever it is. The pachasi. That they go down in value. Loi ki kalim shal zahav. Doloi pachasi. When it says kalim, it's talking about golden vessels. Ask the Gemara a question that the Gemara doesn't have an answer for. The Gemara is going to say at the end that this question remains a good kasha. It's not going to ruin everything. It's a kasha, not a tiyufta. That what? Imkein. The Lashon is a little off. It's just saying like golden vessels. It just says Kalim, general word, Kalim. Why well, say Kalim? Be more specific. Like, it's not like Kalim. It's only like golden Kalim. It should be more specific. Okay, good cash. Void. But I have another question. And we're going to get rid of this one. Tanya, Now, it says gold is like vessels. So you see on the chart, you have gold and you have golden coins, two different things. Yeah, it's made out of the same material, but they act differently. So it says, when it comes to zahav, golden bars, it's like a cleave. So to make it easier for everybody, I did one of these. There's a and a seifah. So you don't get confused. It might help a little bit in the sugya. It's very simple. You can just look back to this line. It's just one line. The ratio. Gold is like vessels. Seifa. Golden coins is like money. Money, we said, you have to add 50%. The husband, when he gets divorced, he must give his wife 50% more than what she came into the marriage. She came with $1,000, he gives her $1,500. So golden coins is like cash. It's liquid. Golden bars are not liquid. And they don't go down in value. And comes to Gamliel and he says, now, now the Gemara is just going to ask, what is he talking about? Is he talking about the blue or the red? Is he talking about the ratio of the Seifah? Which part of this is he talking about? He says, in a place where the minig is not to redeem it, it's very hard, like here in Ramapachemish in New York. Go to a pizza shop, give him a golden coin, they'll think you're nuts. You know, it's not something that we do. You go, you go to a special, I don't know, dealer, gold dealer, but you don't, so the minig is not to redeem it. You just see, okay, how much is a golden coin? $5,000? That's it. You give her $5,000 and get divorced 25 years later. So What is he talking about? Is it the ratio or the seifa? It's not such a big ratio in a seifa. It's three words. I put it in three words because it didn't fit over there. What is he saying? If you have golden coins that the minig in that place is not to redeem it like in our days, and that Rishon Gamaliel says you just give one for one, not more, not less. How is it possible that Tanakama argues on that? It's something that you don't redeem. It's not redeemable. Holy nafki, nobody uses it. Ella, so you must say, lava ratio. So Rabbi Shimon is talking about the ratio. The what? Golden bars are like vessels. What it says in the in the in the ratio is that gold is like regular vessels. No, it's not like a vessel, it's like liquid cash. It's very, very different. If you compare gold to vessels, to a piano, what happens to the piano? Goes down in value. You bring in a $1,000 piano to the marriage, 
You get 800 when you leave. No, Rav Shingon says, no, you don't get 800. You get 1500. It's liquid cash. He could go and do business with it. It's great for him. So if it's good for him, he has to pay for it. If it's a place that you don't go and you redeem Fakir, you don't. So it has a lacha of, of cash. He has to. So what's the lacha in that case? Don't you think? You don't add. Sorry, you don't add. But you don't take off. Because it's not liquid cash. If it was liquid, you would have to add. Over here it's shenagu Okay. Since the minute is not to use it, it's not liquid cash, you don't add anything. So it stays one for one. Says the Gemara Lai. Lai Lama Seifa. It's talking about that Rib says that the Din Zahav have a lot of liquid. And the question is, but why would the Tanakam argue that? So the answer is, the argument here is, because we're talking about, it's not so liquid. It's liquid, it's not, it's hard, you have to find something, you have to, you have to schlep until you find the right person. Since at the end of the day, you could find somebody that will take it from you, so you have to add your 50%. But the other ones, the Tanakam says, no, it's very difficult to find somebody that will take it, you don't have to add 50%. No, Reisha and Seifa is one person. But you have to add a couple words to make it work. Gold is like vessels. In other words, it goes down in value. You don't have to pay her the full amount. But golden coins, you have to add 50%. Only in a place where it's easy to liquefy it. But if it's in a place that it's not the minog, then you give one for one. You don't go down, you don't go up, you give exactly what it's worth. In a place where the minog is not to redeem it. Ask the Gemara, but what about the question we asked all the way in the beginning? It should say that the gold is like its own vessels, not like others. Okay, fine. That remains a Shiloh. not a Shiloh, So now the Gemara introduces this thing right over here, which is gold flakes or something. So you have flakes, you have literally dust, but the point of both of them is that this is not like a golden bar. This goes down in value. You touch it, you, you try to, you leave part of it on the table, you know, you start scooping it up. Ah. <laughs> I was going straight, Mandy. It's not even me. Omar <laughs> No, you got to come once a shop. This is a whole different story here. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't even me. It was, it was him. He was like in a whole different world. That's why you don't come. Omar so now I'm just going to have a number of things that have the very easy to do business with the spices of Antoichia. It has a lot of liquid cash. And what's a lot of liquid cash? A woman brings in liquid cash into the marriage. The husband has to pay her back. 
50% more. So too, Besamim. Also, these very important camels, Isha Goiva, Parnamahemd, she takes a 50% cut on top of everything on these camels. These shirts, these, these clothing shirts, Isha Goiva, Parnamahemd. Okay, again, something that you could just give and take. In those days, they would trade, barter, whatever. Vomera Papi. Hanesake, the Rudio, the Sachs, the Ashley, the Kimchonia, and the rope from Kimchon, Ishagoyva Paramem. Easy to do business with. It's like liquid cash, 50% more. Omarova. Reshavamino. In the beginning, I used to think, Hane Arnake, the Machoiza. If a husband had a whole bag full of cash, Ishagoyva Paramem, then this is a little different. This is a little tricky. It's not the same pattern that we just mentioned five times in a row. This is a different pattern. This means that the woman could collect her ksuba from the wallet, this bag of cash. My timer, because I thought, says Rava, she was saying on this bag, and that was her guarantee, the bag of cash. When I noticed that when she takes the cash, what is the first thing she does? She has a lot of cash in her hand. She buys real estate. So, why go to the cash of the real estate? She's actually on the real estate that she's going to purchase with the cash. It's not the cash. Memela Ksuba comes out of real estate, not out of cash. Says the Heligi Mishnah. A person who marries off his daughter. It's a chiyov of the father to give his daughter something when she goes into a marriage. She give her at least 50 zuz so she could buy some decent clothing. If he decided not to give her anything, so the husband shouldn't say, When she becomes mine completely, when I marry her, we have nisuin, then I'll, I'll give her clothing. No, your chiyav starts today. He, he wants to be a jerk and I give her. You take care of your kala. He should provide for her even though she's still living at her father's house. If you marry off an orphan, give her at least 50, 50 zuz. You're from Zdaka, you have to go collect for her, make sure that she has at least 50. And if you look in the pushka and there's more money, we're going to see a little bit more of that, that each person, what they're used to, so you give her more. I'm not talking about 50 zuz of tzuri. I'm talking about eighth of the value of that ksuba. By the way, Taisus over here, I found, says straight out, then a ksuba, if you look like seven lines down from the bottom of Taisus, the last Taisus, he says that uh, a ksuba is obvious that we were talking about it, but I, I just saw it in a furish in Taisus, that a ksuba, when it says 200 zuz, it means tzuri zuz, the, the really valuable stuff. Okay, and we're talking about over here an eighth of that. How do I know that that's the case? That we're not talking about tsuri, the expensive stuff? Not expensive, the more valuable uh, denomination. Because it says that in the Mishnah, if there's more money, you should give her more. My kiss. What does it mean? You're talking about the tsuri stuff, it was 25% of a, a person's salary. A yearly salary. How much should you give this kala already? 
Chamishim zuzi pshitei. Only give her 50. There's a whole midoyim. And it, this, is a, this is a shayla, not so much for us, but people go around collecting money. A lot of time they take the money, and what do they do with it? They buy an apartment. And there's a shayla nachroinim. Do they have a right to do that? And let's say even if the minog is that in our day, everybody buys an apartment, let's say in Eretz But who says you need an apartment in, in Yerushalayim? In Bet Shemesh? Go find a place up north, and you get an apartment there. Mech Teis, you're allowed to take money from people and buy apartments. The Revazim talks about it, all these things. It's not so much Baruch Hashem for most of us, but people that are going collecting, they have to think about it. Okay. Torah Bona. Yosem V'Yisoyma, Shabol Lisparnas, Mepharnasim Yisay Yisoyma, V'achkach Mepharnasim Yisay Yosem. You have a boy and a girl, so you have to give money first to the girl, and then the boy. Because it's the man, it, worst comes to worst, the boy will go to, from door to door. It's not so common for a woman to go knocking on doors for money. Wow, we're doing okay. 20 minutes for Samach Zion on the base. It's large, but we can do it. In honor of Yankee Baum and Moshe Horn, being able to support Limerat Torah, and to finish learning Shas with Rebelli. Oh, I'll read this now. For all those who skipped the emails, ha, we got you. Here's one that you can't skip. Eight months ago, when I made my first MDY sponsorship, it was in honor of Chewy. Remember? Chewy, Woody, and Kale Twins. Morty Moskowitz, who got me back into the DAF, my former Chavrusa. Morty, Chewy, was married for eight years at that point and hadn't had a child yet. We worked on sponsoring something, but in a nice way, so we came up with as a schos. Not to say that he needs children. Shui had his first kid, Mazel Tov. His wife was one month pregnant at the time. Oh, I wanted to add it to the, my, my safer that I'm writing. Nine months in a day. So I'll do volume two, eight months in a day. But Baruch Hashem, that a child, Mazel Tov, it's tremendous simcha, is with his permission that it can be shared, Yishkoyach, Mazel Tov to Chewy, Mazel Tov to Moshe Horn, Yishkoyach. Okay? So, sponsorship works retroactively, 100%. Sponsor in the flesh in the Reb. <laughs> he said it, not me. Uh, sponsormdy.com sponsormdy.com if you want to be zoycha before I hold this one of the best zdakas in our generation sponsormdy.com no why because it goes towards giving gemaras we gave out almost a million dollars this year to different things but specifically giving gemaras to people that are not into learning or are into learning they have two shasim but they want a free gemara it doesn't matter but it gets them to start learning and taking learning seriously. For 30 bucks, it can change a guy's life. Unbelievable tzedakah. Tana Rabbana. Yasem Shabal Lisa, Soichim Eloi Bayis. Here, here's the sugya. It says in the Gemara, and they bring this Gemara here. It says you rent a house for a Yasem. You don't buy him a house. You rent a house. Okay, so they say, well, maybe, even if you want to say that, our day is different. I skipped two lines. Uh, orphan, two orphans, a girl and a boy. They came to get married. First marry off the girl, then the boy. She has more embarrassment not being married. Marry her off first. 
And over here you'll insert, make shiduchim this year, do, get, a, get rid of the busha that the girls have and the parents have, etc. A Yasim who comes, we give him, we provide him with a house, living, living space, a bed, everything he needs, pots, pans, clothes. Today we have a different minute, you get married, and then you find a house and stuff. Okay, you have to get ready. Make sure you have everything you need, and then find a wife. Here's the, here's the apostle. You should open up your hand. You should open up to him your hand and give him vahavit and lend him money tavitenu lend lend him day whatever person needs ashayechsar loy so the gemara is going to darshan these words even the havit is going to be darshan day machsoiroi ashayechsar loy day machsoiroi zeabayis get him a house ashayechsar zemita v'shulchan interesting you need a table you can't tell him okay eat on your lap give him a table give him a, give him a bed. Loi, what do you do with the word loi? Zuisha. Similar with loi, Okay, sort of like Xerushava, not really, but Tarabon. Demach Soiroi. What does it mean you should give a, a ani what he's missing? Atamatsuva Allah Lafarnasoi. You have a chiyov, everybody has a chiyov to be Mefarnas Ani. Vyatamatsuva Allah La Ashroi. But don't you don't have to make him wealthy. Again, this is part of what Ravazan was talking about. You don't have to make it wealthy. You don't have to give him a, a $2 million home in Bichem. Now here's a shocker. Even if he's missing, what is he missing? Afilu sus Buy him a car. This is unbelievable. Now, it's talking about a person who was used to a certain comfort in life. He had slaves running in front of him. And he had a car. So you got to f- fill in what he's missing. Sorry, he's missing. So fill in that thing. Now, question. I understand a guy who needs a car. It's hard for him to walk miles upon miles. You get him a car. But why in the world does he need a slave? What good does it do for him? So you see from here an amazing sight That even a person's mishagas and gaiva, is also tzedakah to give him and fill in that. Now there is a shita, the shita mekubetzis brings a shita that it's only referring to if nobody knows yet that he's poor, so to save face and that people should know that he's a honey, you do it, but if he, already people know that he's poor, you're not But that's not the common shita. Okay, but it's an unbelievable thing to give somebody something that's a pure mishigas, doesn't serve a purpose at all. You have a slave running in front of him. Eh? What does it do for him? Nothing. It's in his head. Gaiva. Gaiva is also a necessity for certain people. Unbelievable. Okay. Right. If, if he's used to it. If he already got used to it before. Not. No, but he, he's demanding. You're talking about a, we'll, we'll see. There is enough community within the sugya. If somebody got himself used to it, or he was already doing this for years, different things. Who says Rabbi Berkowitz? Yeah. Part of the community, the culture of the community, that goes through Lamed Yeah. Why do I have to be the Lamed? Because they go. So for him, uh-huh. Busha, not to go. If it's part of his community, right? That's what they're tining. Part of the community is to get an apartment. But you're saying in the part of it is in Yerushalayim Dafka, in Bnei Brak Dafka. Okay, it's part of their culture. He said about going to Uman. Going to Uman. So we're allowed to down for him. 
Yeah. Okay. Rabbi Yitzchak Berkowitz, the Lutfak said that those who go to Breslov and they need money because they go, what they do is a lot of them, they go to the airport and they don't, they come without a ticket. They go to the airport, Hashem will provide. So are you mechuyiv to give them or not? If that's what he needs, you could call it a mishigas or not a mishigas, so it's the best thing in the world. But for him, that's his, that's his, uh, that's his culture. So he says, he passed him that it's a mitzvah, you makai mitzvah's docket to give him money to go on a ticket. Okay, interesting, very interesting. I'll tell you this, I, 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 was, I thought this was a beautiful Rebbe Yashiv. There was a Rebbe who came from America. He came from America, you hear? You hear Mr. Halpern? Oh, a Rebbe came from America and he was, they were, they were collecting money for him to make a tish. He didn't have money for a tish. No, so what do you guys think? He wanted, to, it's nice for a Rebbe to have a tish, but he didn't have money for it. Collect money for his tish. It's his culture. Rebbe said an amazing thing, and that is He said that when a person has everything he needs, he has, he got to Israel. He had a flight to get here. He has a house. He has food on the table. He just doesn't have enough money for a tish. That you're not mechuyiv to give. It's when a person is an ani. He doesn't have bread to put on the table. So you give him bread. And then you give him also a horse and a slave. But a millionaire, a guy's a multimillionaire, but he can't afford his mishigas. You don't go ahead and give him extra for his mishigas. No, but I'm saying this breast of a guy that went to the airport, could he afford food on the table or not? If he could afford food on the table, then there's no extra mitzvah to give him. That's what he's saying. A guy that's wealthy. Society. No, it's not a specific, that's what the Rebbe is saying. It's not a specific need. You don't say, he needs a tish. Who is he? Is he poor or not poor? That's how you look at it. If he's not poor, then you don't give him a need. I also have a need. I need a private plane. Can you please give me a private plane? But if I'm not poor, there's no mitzvah to give me a private plane. But uh, in my culture, all my boys in Chicago, they have private planes. I need a plane. There's no mitzvah to give me a plane. So if you are not poor and you want to go to Uman, you don't get, you don't get a mitzvah for that. That's what he's saying. No, if you don't have a chiyah, then you can't have a mitzvah. I hear. Turn around, bottom. Uh, oh, fine. We, we, we did that. Omer Olav al Hilal Azokin, incredible story. Hilal Azokin, the famous Onov, right? He's Mikhail, the big Onov. Shalogach Lani ben Toivim, there was a wealthy person who became poor. And Echot Susler Kavalo, Vevelorz Lefanov. And he ran in front, and, and he gave him a horse and a slave to run in front of him. Hamachas Lemotza Evelorz Lefanov. And he couldn't find a slave to run in front of this poor person. Virotz Lefanov Shleshem Milim. Hilal himself ran approximately two miles, two miles in front of him. So they asked right away, but it's also for the Nasi to be invited himself. It was before he was a Nasi. Or different, or some want to say, his gaiva was so strong, this person, that it was Pikuach Nefesh. If he doesn't get his slave, he'll drop dead. Turn There's a guy that when he, he lost all his money in the stock market, they bought him, a liter of meat every single day. Says the Gemara, liter of basar, my rebus, a big deal. Okay, so it's, it's less than a pound. No. So they bought him a pound of meat every day. That's the big chindish, Omer Avuna. No, liter of basar, mishalaifais. It was very expensive. It's duck. No. They, get, they bought a pound of money worth of meat. Not that the meat was a pound. The money that they bought it with. $10,000 worth of meat, whatever it was. 
Ravashi Omar also on Krakotan Hoya, another Psha. Bechoyoyma Mavsid Chevosa Am Tultai. So I wanted to prove to my Chavrusa from here, he didn't like it so much, that if a specific person has a need, then it's not Baltashchis, they would shecht an entire cow to feed this guy every day. And there's nobody else to eat it over there. It's in a small village. So the animal went to waste. So I told him, you see from here, that you could waste food if there's a, there's a tzar for it. You don't have to eat every drop and put it in the refrigerator and make your kids eat the rest of the cereal with the soggy milk and all that thing. There's a tzar, you eat, and then you go weiter. He didn't like it so much. What are you used to eating? He asked the Ani. Rebbe Nechemi asked him, What do you eat? I'm used to steaks, aged wine. So he tells him, Listen, I can't afford that to give to you, but I can afford something else. You want to roll with me in, in uh, Arbis, in lentils? I don't have, I don't have more. So he said, okay, listen, you don't have, you don't have, let me eat some arbis, vomes. He died out of being a mafunuk. He was so used to eating basar, and then you tell him, you have to go and uh, become a vegetarian, he died. Omar, so he said, Reb Nechemi said, Nebuch, this guy that I killed him, says Gemara Adarabah, you should have said it stronger. Nechemia killed him. Nebuch on he's a murderer. Why Nebuch on the guy that died? Nebuchadnezzar the murderer, no? This is what I was talking about. He, it's his fault. He killed himself because he got himself used to something he shouldn't have gotten used to. Who told him to eat meat every single day? I offered him a decent meal of lentils. He shouldn't have died from it. It's his fault. Rava asked him, what are you used to eating? I get a good, good chicken, a fattened chicken. And age wine. Omalei, Veloy Chaishis, Leduke de Tibura, a chutzpah, you're coming to me and asking for fattened chickens. Eat like a man, eat normal thing. What do you, you need a 2006 Castell? Drink regular water. What do you, what do you, it's, it's the Tibur's money. Omalei, Atu Mididuka Achilna. But it's your, it's your money, I'm eating from you. Midrachmanaka Achilna. I'm eating Hashem's money. It's none of your business. I heard a guy tell this to my Shver, a Yushalmi guy. My Shver gave him like a nice check. He says, it's not your money to give me. I want more. Who, who are you? He started yelling at him. Okay. It depends how you do it. At the end, my shirt grabbed the check from him. <laughs> I think. Okay. This guy was a huge Balbitachan. Serious Balbitachan. And he told the Rav he was serious. What? No. No, no. A guy like that. Yes. No. Yeah, for the principle. It's how you say it. It's how you approach the person. Usually it's not... What do they say? It's, it's who you give to. It's not, uh, it's not the, 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 the cause. It's more the person. And the person acts in a certain way. It's like it's, you feel terrible. We had a Gavid once. We used to run around Shul. And like, what? Hashem should break everybody's eyes? So I went on, I said, so now he screams, Yisabeiru! Whatever. Cheers over now, okay. Then he goes, Yisabeiru means we have hope. We all hope to Hashem. Give us some, give us some uh, food, sustenance. And Hashem returns and gives food to everybody. In the right time. Not in their time. Milamed. 
Singular. Hashem provides for every single person what he needs in the right time. This is a famous journey song. I think. I didn't listen to it in a long time. But if it's not, it's not that song, then it's the famous story with Reb Zisha. Reb Zisha used to say every day, Hashem, give me, give me something to eat. And the Gavi said, Hashem? What Hashem? It's me. So he decided one day, not to, the famous song, he decided one day not to give him food. Reb Zisha says, Hashem, give me food. So the Gavi is sitting there, no, no, where's Hashem give you food? Turns out that Reb Zisha was thrown into a pool of water by a certain guy. He decided to knock a guy over. And he laughed, whatever. And then he told his friends about it. He said, how did he look like? He said, like this. Like he said, you're crazy. He knocked Reb Zisha over into the water. He says, whoa, I got to do tshuva. So let me make him a gishmaka breakfast. And that morning he came in with the baby. Mamish the story. It comes from here. Listen to this story. Rava's sister walks in. Now what's the chiddush? He didn't see his sister 13 years. Mom's like the story of the Vilna Gaon. The Vilna Gaon's sister showed up after like, I don't know, 20 years. He walked out, he said, how are you? I'm sorry, but I, we're old and we have to do something for Shemayim. I'll see you later. Adios. So he didn't see his sister for 13 years. And what does she schlep in? The exact two items that this Baal Bittachin told Rava that he eats, that's what she brought in after 13 years of not seeing her. So obviously this is in Chalash Gacha Prophet's Gdol Omar says, Rava, my dekama, that's it. You see that this guy is right, it's right here in front of us. You are answered by Baruch Hu. Eat. A person is very poor and he's embarrassed to take money. And you see from this Gemara, you see all, all these Gemaras, we take to heart so many lessons. You see how you treat Ani. What you do is you trick him. You say, here, let me lend you some money. And I'm thinking to myself, well, a lot of poor people do the daf. And they know the trick. You know what? Even if they know the trick, it feels good. Oh, you, want a, you want a loan? Nah, he's probably not doing me. The, he's not doing the trick on the Zion on base because I'm a Gishmaki guy. I'm, I'm, I'm going to pay back. And then you just don't, you don't collect it. You first, you give him a gift. And then you say, it's a loan. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They say, oh, he probably doesn't want a bag. Okay. So, no. So, asking tomorrow. But if you say, he's a type of guy that, that has pride and is not taking gifts from people. Say, you know what? I want to give you a gift. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't work, then you give him a loan and you mevater. This is a big chiddush. A guy has plenty of money, but he's so stingy, such a miser. Like when I was a kid, I knew uh, Guinness World's Records Balpeh, inside out. That was like basically the only book we had at home. And there was a famous story there of a woman who's such a miser. She's the record of the miser. She's a multi-gazillionaire. But she didn't want to take her son who had an infection to the doctor. She wanted to save the $2, so they had to amputate his hand. And then, and the whole mice, in the end of the thing, in the chapter, it says that when she died, her son went and bought a golden toilet. Like Lahachis' mother. That's how much money she had. But he saw, and she used to eat cold oatmeal. She didn't want to warm it up to save on the coals. Oh, mice. So you have people. You see a person has enough money, doesn't want to give to anybody. So what do you do? 
You trick him. You give him money, you say it's a gift. Oh, gift, he'll take a gift. And then you go and you collect from him. The trick will work once, but it's not going to work next week. You ring up a big bill. You just keep on giving matanas, but this is our care for people. He's a nebuch in the head. He's messed up. He doesn't know how to spend. What is he saving his money for? So that his son should buy a golden toilet. So we're going to spend for him and then charge the estate after he dies. If a person has money but he doesn't want to spend on his family or himself and his cock in law, that's his problem. Don't deal with him. Says the Gemara, if he doesn't have money, and he's a, he's, he's a great guy, he doesn't have money, he doesn't want to take it from his doctor. Listen to this. Bring something from your house. Now what's going to happen is, he's going to say, I don't have anything to give you. He pasha doesn't have anything. So, so say, okay, so don't bring. But when you tell him, bring a mashkin, he thinks that you're being serious. He thinks that you're loan, loaning him money. Then he'll be, he'll be, he'll, what's the word? He'll be agreeable to take money from you. It's a trick. You're not really going to take a mashkin. So we have to go out of our way to make the honey feel good and take money from us. You should lend money. He doesn't have money and he doesn't want to take from Tzedakah. Then you lend him money. It's one of the biggest madregas of Tzedakah. What's the second Lashen? That you see on the chart. Oh, this is talking about a guy that has a lot of money but he doesn't want to spend it. You give him a gift. If he has, he doesn't want to use it. You don't care about him. So what do I do with that word? It's a double lashon. That's how people speak. It's not, it's not to learn a drashon from. Says the Gemara, incredible, incredible stories, Rabbi said. All these stories are for us to take chizuk and learn from them. There was a very poor person in his neighborhood. Check out this picture. This again is from the art scroll Mishnah's Caleb. This is a, this is the way the the hinges were in those days. There was a hinge on top, hinge in the bottom. So if he moved the door a little bit, on the bottom there's a hole in the ground. He would put money in that hole in the ground, like like we have today a mailbox. But in, the, but in those days they didn't have it. Hit the money over there every single day. He'd go by there and throw in four zuz. A pivot, the yeah the pivot, but the, the no the pivot is the the hinge. What about the hole? Okay. Says the guy, I need to find out who's, who's this person giving me money every day. Says the Gemara, it was late. He missed his time. He came late to the base marriage. So, but it was night and he didn't want to walk by himself. So he brought his wife with him. So the guy sees that the door is starting to move. He's starting to move the door so he has room to throw the money in there. Nava Mesrai jumps out. Oh, who is it? Rod Mikame. They started running for their life. Husband and wife. Marukva and his wife. The famous story. They found a oven. Grufa means, like you see in this picture, this is how we did Shabbos. I'm thinking to myself, it was unbelievable pictures, but from Sefer Shabbos, we could upgrade a little bit. You take out the coals, that's called Grufa. No coals anymore, but pretty hot. Have a comic, Kailan carried the Marukva. 
he jumps in and he says, oops, this is not good. My feet are baking. Listen to this. His wife was in such a high madrega, she wasn't burning. So she tells him, don't feel bad. Like, it would be me and my wife, I would say, ha, you see, I'm better than you. I'm not burning, you're burning. But that, that's not how it works here. She says, You know what? Put your feet on mine. So he realized that she's not burning. He got very weak. Like, what's going on here? She made him feel good. Two things. First of all, the poor people come to me all the time. You don't have the opportunity. You're in base measures. They come to me all the time. Second of all, because you are, I give food. I give ready-made food. I give bread. You give cash. What do you do with cash? You have to go and buy wheat. I just want to point out here, I know it's late, but I have to say that when my mother was sick in Muncie, there's a person by the name of Ramosha Mosbacher, lives still in Muncie on Carlton Lane, if anybody wants to know. He made by himself thousands of meals. Th- I'm talking about, literally, I'm not exaggerating. Thousands of meals with his own hands, wouldn't let people help him. In his backyard, he had a commercial oven, but five of them had crazy amount of freezers. Make food and food delicious from soup, fish, chicken, meat, desserts. They'd come, besimcha, would give us boxes. We didn't, nobody's cooking, nobody had anything. And my parents didn't have money, but that was a different story. Drop off boxes like that for Pesach, thousands of meals. I think it was like 10,000 meals or something. Some of your sugar. People that give, is different. It's giving money and giving a box of food that's ready to go, ready to eat. Anyway, I'm just saying this. If you want to drop off a check by his house, I'm sure he could use it and he could, he'll do more with it. But whatever. I didn't speak to him. Maybe he's a gazillionaire today. I don't know. I'll go upon him. I'll invite. Road. No, where am I? Oh, Umaykulehai. Why did they run away from him? Also, you soy dotsum. It's better to jump into a fire like they did, and not to embarrass your friend. Why? Tamar could have saved her life. She was about to be thrown into the fire because they said she was Mizana. She could have said no. She could have said the truth. It's Yehuda. But she didn't want to embarrass him. Even though it was Yehuda. Even though it was Yehuda that said to throw her into the fire. Hey, you think about it. He's throwing me into the fire. Let me just tell the world the truth. She could have saved her life. No. It's a... Taisvis. He says it is not a minog or a nice thing. It's mamish. Killing somebody. So why is it now? He says, so then why is it not of the Arbok Hamurois? Should we have a Zargil, a Raishil's Domin? He says, you're right, it should be. Just it's not a Mefurish in the Torah, but it's right up there. But if you just think about it for a second, this individual, it's his fault. He decided to chase Marukva. Nevertheless, Marukva felt that if he turns around and he sees the Golad Dar there, he thought he's going to catch some guy in the neighborhood. But he's going to find that it's Marukva, that's really going to hurt him, and he's going to be embarrassed. For that, he threw himself in the fire. We're not talking about a guy embarrassing somebody else in public. It was not none of his business to chase him down the street. No, you chase him, and if he sees me, I'm going into the fire. Unbelievable, Mr. Haskell, have a wonderful day.